Hey, what's up guys? So we have one of our amazing guests here today. We have the one and the only Min Nguyen, yeah. the What's a Mortgage, the, the guy right here in the yeah. flesh. Hey! So excited to have you. Thanks for having me. Yes, Thanks, definitely. Thanks for being accommodating. I know, you know. Sometimes I don't want to come off like a diva, like, oh, only here, here, but it's my driving skills that limit me. Oh my God, I love it. Same for me. Why, I won't ask why, but I'm going to say you're a great driver anyway. Oh my God. No, for me too, honestly, like, I always make Eli drive because I'm not the best driver. Or sometimes I take Uber, he like, all the drive. way to LA, so. I Uber here, just to make sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, 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 like, I like to drive. I, I feel yeah. like it's, I am in control and I can drive everywhere, but yeah, that's but, just me. But actually, on that subject, you know, sometimes um, having a driver, having an Uber take you somewhere, you could actually, like, um, really make so much out of that time that you're in the car where you would be driving. So I actually was, um, took an Uber to LA the other day. Yeah, maybe it was like $95, right? Plus tip. But like on the way there, I, I opened up an escrow for like, you yeah. know, in, in the end, the commission's going to be around thirteen dollars to $15,000. Yeah. Now, if I didn't like do that right at that moment, I could have missed out on that deal and then I wouldn't have made that money because I was driving. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, exactly. you know, being in an Uber could be very beneficial. Well, well worth it, you know well what I mean? Yeah. Well worth and it. And it makes yeah. sense too, because most of the time, because you know, I'm in the lending side, you mm -hmm. deal with the same thing, you're driving and you get all these messages, these phone calls. I need an Ellie, I need a CD, what's the update? What's going on with the file? Who's your team member? Who would I reach? And I'm like, uh, okay, drive, but I'm, you know, even though we have a Tesla, it's still yeah. difficult because you honestly can't really like look at it in the <laughs> right. car. Yeah, even though yeah. I try to use that feature as best as I can, I think my grade on my Tesla is really low right now because the newer oh Teslas now have a feature where they wow. credit, yeah. credit grade you. Mm -hmm. So if you even hit a bump or you do something, it literally will remove the ability to do uh, auto drive. Wow. Auto drive, yeah. So, so now I, I, to... I lost it, so I now have to drive. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it works, but but I appreciate you being here. I think yes. one of the biggest things is a lot of people in our circle, we are real estate and mortgage. Yes. Uh, mortgage guys, I'm Young's mm -hmm. Realty, and obviously we're Eli and Mike. Yes. So we have a lot of people in our circle that say, hey, I get a lot of my information from what's a mortgage. Mm -hmm. I know who he is. How do you know him? What is he all about? So I'm like, you know what? We really should have him on the podcast because yes. you are, and maybe you don't know this because you seem very, very humble. Yes. But people talk about you. Right. And they say, hey, well, that's amazing. What is he all yeah. about? And then when we told everybody about the podcast, they're like, oh my God. Like perfect crazy. name what? Because everybody's like, what is he all about? What's a mortgage? <laughs> and we love that you have, um, you know, that, that slogan, what's a mortgage? You know, mm -hmm. again, for us, it's the mortgage guys. Mm -hmm. So really represents what you're out there, you know, educating people on. And um, maybe you could tell us a little bit of where you found this name. What made you say, <laughs> you know what, I'm going to go on What's a Mortgage? That's going to be me. Well, I started doing social in 2017. So in the middle of 2017, I was trying to come up with a name. And I was asking people, I want to do this channel about mortgages. And the first question people asked, like, what is a mortgage? What, you know, what type of mortgage? So when I kept on hearing the word, what's a mortgage, what's a mortgage, like, oh, why not call it what's a mortgage? Right, yeah. So I think a lot of our audience is primary resident homeowners yes. or they're buying their second home. They're not Correct. real estate gurus. They're not investors. So right. most people who are buying their home for the first time, they don't understand what's a mortgage. So that's how we came with the name. So our audience is geared towards more that first time home buyer or that primary resident home buyer. Yes. I love that. And that makes a lot of sense because no matter what industry you're in or anything, especially brand new people that have never been in the real estate field, buyers, consumers, they really don't know what a mortgage is. And you're absolutely right because they're like, what is a mortgage? Actually, you as a realtor, he runs into a lot of problems. Yes. Like, oh, have you called my client? Or my client doesn't even know what his payment is. It doesn't even know what the mortgage means. And that explains a lot like that. I, it's actually such a very key name because, yeah. I mean, yeah, the mortgage guys, it obviously makes sense that it's a mortgage thing, but 
it, I think it's super cool. But people need to know what a mortgage is, like you said, you know. And uh, again, going back to being a realtor, you know, I know that most people don't even know what closing costs are. When I say that word to them, they're like, what, what is that, you know? In our world, we're used to it, but so many people are not. So, you know, um, we see you going live on your social media and, you know, mm -hmm. 200 plus viewers, you know. And this is something where you go on nightly and, or daily and so many people are just feeding into you and all your education. It's so amazing. Yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. how, how long have you been doing loans, mortgage? So I, I've been in the mortgage industry since 2003. Okay. Okay. So it's been a while. And then, of course, when the crash happened, I don't know about everybody else, but myself, I put my tail between my legs and I went back to my parents' house. Oh, I so see. living at home at an ethnic family's home teaches you a lot. When I moved back home, I had started eating the Vietnamese food that did not smell good. So the more I ate the food, like, I got to get my ish together and get back out of it. I love the food, but the smell wasn't amazing. I remember being back at home in 2008 and going to work. And because I didn't want to spend money, my mom would pack my lunch. She had this caramelized pork and egg fermented thing that I had to eat. And my people at work were like, dude, we'll buy you lunch for a while. You know? And after a while, like, it could smell all my clothes. Like, dude, as soon as I start closing business again, I'm moving back out. Okay. So, okay. It was a pro, it's a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's, cool. that's so great. I, I know you like went through the whole crash as well, right? I yeah. did. So I started um, mortgage in 2005. So a couple years after mm -hmm. you and 44 holders? 42. 42. Uh, 42. 42. Okay. Hey, so the 40s. Yeah, you'll be there soon. You'll be yeah. there soon. He's God bless. He's God in his bless. 30s. So. Oh my God. But you know, that's what we have the wisdom, you know. Mm -hmm. So I've, yes. I've done mortgages for 20 years. You've done it for over 20, yeah. 23, mm -hmm. 24. This, this, this will be 20 years. So June, oh so gosh. July 3rd will be 20 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Powerful. <laughs> that's a celebration. So, so that, that tells your Love loyalty it. and that creates your wisdom. That's why you have right. so much information to feed. Mm -hmm. Where do you, um, for a lot of viewers, where do you get your data from? Is it something like Mortgage News Daily? Is it something? you go online on maybe fannyme.gov or something like that? So in the beginning, I did it straight up. I started cheating after a while, okay? okay. So in the beginning, you, when you go on Housing Wire, they'll tell you where all the articles came from because they're using, because a lot of the journalists are using other people's articles. So then okay. you start tracking the articles. So I have, every morning I log in, I start pulling the articles right away. So there's uh, the, the, the real deal, you know? Yeah. And then I pull out Housing Wire, then I pull out NAR, uh, uh, mortgage bankers associate then I then for me because I, I look I hunt trolls all day you know so I look for data companies so I look for uh, Black Knight Adam data core logic so I'm looking for foreclosure data of course the realty track because you know a lot of my clients too that if they want to flip or they're buying investment property so we start buying data so when I talk to people about oh the market crashing I have confidence knowing that's not crashing because if they are I know I bought the data also, we, you know, sometimes we do buy uh, mortgage lates. Mm -hmm. They're not popping up. So we start buying mortgage lates. You look at all this data. So you have confidence if the market's going to crash or not. I like right. that. So you, you have all the tools and resources. So mm -hmm. you guys as viewers that are yes. watching this podcast and mm -hmm. on live, he has all the information. So you guys should be taking notes on this because obviously you're a successful mortgage guy. Mm -hmm. uh, well, mortgage lender. Mm -hmm. Sorry, we're going to confuse you. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but in essence, and he has all the data. So that's yes. so, super important because a lot mm -hmm. of people don't know where to look. Right. There's a lot of bad mentors. There's a lot of bad uh, real estate offices, bad mortgage companies. I mean, mm -hmm. have you been with, I mean, what's your lenders? So we're called the uh, Wham Lending. So we're a mortgage Wham brokerage now. Yeah. So I went from being a small, with a small direct lender and that's how I got out of my hump because I was in some debt because um, my mortgage company that I bought shut down. And then after that, we went to US Bank, Loan Depot, Loan Depot went public. After that, we went to selling leads for a while. And then, you know, the market's kind of, tapering off where not a lot of people want to buy leads and when they did they overcharged our borrowers so we went from there to 
becoming a brokerage finally. That yeah. makes a lot of sense. In, in the lending field, it's, it's the same thing, all that overhead they put into the Oh yeah, they got you got the nationwide manager they gotta pay. Oh, yeah. You got the district man a nationwide West Coast, East Coast manager, regional manager, <laughs> yeah. branch manager. Yeah. By the time your your consumer makes a payment, they're paying everyone's bills. Yeah, yeah. no, exactly. And that, that's what, some of the biggest reasons why I moved to this uh, to mortgage guys as a broker, because working for the direct lender, we were limited to how much income we would make. Right. Not to mention offering clients these higher interest rates. Oh yeah. Which obviously that's kind of your image, right? You're like, mm -hmm. oh that guy just gets high interest rates which is very difficult to sell on, especially and, today's market. And actually, and one thing I wanna like really touch on is it's so amazing that you do this every morning, mm -hmm. that you truly go, I wanna go back to that subject really quick, um, because there are so many lenders out there, loan originators, that they just don't even do what you do in the morning, just go and check what's going on in the market, have the actual results, you know what I mean? Because I know mm -hmm. you said a lot of people, they may not know where to find it, but the thing is there are a lot of lenders who do know where to find it, but they just don't go out there and educate themselves. And then that's just a disservice to their clients, you know, which right. is so unfortunate. So that's why we personally watch you because we know you are credible and yeah, everybody in the office, at, you know, we're always talking about you. What is what your mortgage saying? So, you know, because <laughs> we know you're credible. What's your mortgage first? Is they, did he say it's okay? Like people say that, like, what do you mean? You say that one more time? Oh, no, they'll be like, oh, did what's the mortgage say it was yeah. okay to, to buy right now? I'm like, what are you talking about? I said it's okay to buy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> But it's, it's really cool to see that you're feeding the uh, people that information. Uh, I want to get into a little bit of your background just because mm -hmm. I, I'm really curious about something. I come from a very warm house. You know, mm -hmm. you brought up the fact of Vietnamese. You're Vietnamese, I'm Correct, assuming, right? right? Yes. So we're Hispanic. You know, mm -hmm. we grew up with like the tamales and mm -hmm. the pozoles and all those kind of foods too. Uh, and actually, they smell good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little different. Oh, yeah, no, my wife's from Chihuahua. Trust oh, me, when we go to her mom's or her sister, like, that smells good. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. still, like, Mexican food, you will walk out smelling like corn tortillas. So just saying, like, you know what I mean? We're just so used to it, yeah. you know what I mean? So trust me, I get it, I get it. For like, sure. So, so back to what I was saying about, you know, your purpose, right? So what's mm -hmm. a mortgage? We already know why you did it and all that. Mm -hmm. But what's your purpose as to given educational information, right? So you went through the slump, mm -hmm. you like you learned from it. You know, I went through it too as well in yeah. 2006. We didn't lose our property. Luckily, mm -hmm. we were able to salvage it through a modification. Yeah, that's a hard Thank you. It was very tough. Uh, so we luckily, and then we just sold it, what, three years ago? Yes. And we were able to make a profit off of mm -hmm. it because obviously we bought it when it was super high. Yeah. Um, but what's your why? Why do you like giving information? Because not necessarily are you, you're not going on there and saying, give me your loan. Yeah. You're not going on there, right. I will do better than anybody yeah. else. Mm -hmm. You're not being greedy. Because you obviously we all know there's enough business for everybody. Oh, correct. <clears throat> Otherwise, why would you be here sitting with mm -hmm. the mortgage guys when you do mortgages? Mm -hmm. um, what is your why? Why do you like to give information to people? Uh, I like to give information is because I think it's the uh, easiest point of entry for someone to trust you. If you just provide information without expecting anything back in return. Just like, of course, people say Gary Vee, jab, 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 right hook. So we really believe is. If you give out enough information to the masses for a long period of time, even the small portion of business you're gonna get is more than enough. I love that. See, so that's, that's huge because there's a concept we have, it's that you, um, you get what you give. Yeah. And it's always that because a lot of people wanna like give me, give me, give me, I want everything, I want my money, I want all the deals. And it creates that greed aspect and then people can smell it. We were talking about this on training on Monday saying you don't want us to have commission breath. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like I can right. tell you just my I know. I'm going to use that one for a while. Use it. Use oh, you it. got commission breath. You got it. We no. laugh like every time. We're like, like oh my phone. God, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, but definitely, can, definitely. I mean, we can tell. I hear mm -hmm. some of my salespeople doing it too. I'm like, dude, you sound like you're selling the uh, like 
something that and they're not gonna right. buy from you. Yeah, like you right. sound like you want your money. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's the whole purpose that we educate people on and you do the same thing. You don't tell them I want your money. You're like, hey, let me give you guys information and hey, follow me. And if yeah. I'm interesting to you, then maybe I'll get a deal out of it, but you don't even say it. Yeah. It just happens. And a lot of us, what we do is we do lifestyle, but we do educate. Uh, not as much as you do, you actually mm -hmm. have a really good control on that and I love how you do that. Maybe one day we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like that's a necessity. A lot of, um, Mike said there's a lot of people that do know it, but they're not executing on it. Right. They're yeah. not giving information right. to people because they are greedy. They're mm -hmm. having this difficulty of letting go yeah. this information because they're worried about, oh, but somebody else might get my deal. Yeah. When the reality is there's millions and millions and millions of people in this freaking state that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's hard though. Like for those people, I think it's hard for them in the beginning because every deal does matter. Mm -hmm. But now I think, so in the beginning when you do it, well for myself, right. we, I sacrifice. So right now, like let's say on a deal, I, I make less than half a percent, right. but I do it on the volume. Mm -hmm. But because I have loan officers that work for me mm -hmm. and w work with me, yeah. and because I have to make pr content for the masses, I don't have time to do it. Because exactly. if I did do the loans, then I couldn't do the content, exactly. but right. then you have to pick and choose what you want, right? right? So I'd rather right. make less upfront right. for a good season before yeah. I get more and that's how I have time to do content but if I was had to work on loans too then yes. there's no way exactly and yeah. that was gonna be one of my questions you know how are you balancing both but you know delegation is key correct you know yeah. and that's what's making you keep going because the media aspect of everything is so um, important mm -hmm. you know what I mean that's what's truly driving us and we're the ones being shown and we're educating people and we're not just asking for business we're literally just educating yeah and then it's like hey if you like what we know in our knowledge then we're here to serve you you know what I mean yeah and we do the same and that's why you know we have been pushing our social media as much as we can um, but again when we're doing our social media we're really trying to educate as well you know yeah. what I mean and we're doing our best to do that obviously um, social media has been around for some time but yeah. it's still pretty new to the um, business world in yeah. regards to right. pushing like loans and real estate and you know working with investors and stuff now they're all starting to realize hey this is a place where you can gather great information from the right people, right? Yeah, 100%. I think uh, social media is becoming, people are becoming more open-minded to do a loan or get a real estate transaction through yeah. someone through the internet, yeah. especially on TikTok. I feel like Facebook, if they'll, they'll love you, they'll load to, they'll watch you forever, yeah. but to get them to reach through, a little bit harder. Tick, yeah. Instagram, a little bit easier. They'll probably want to talk to you for a little bit. Yeah. TikTok, they'll throw their social in the DM. Like oh, they just, the TikTok is just like, I think the, the, the newer, newer generation, they understand like, if there's any fraud, I can just call and get it reported, change, and fix. Mm -hmm. They have that trust. Right. Older people are like, no, I don't want to do that. You you're know? right. You're right. That's so true. And we've been working on our TikTok as well. And yeah. there's a lot of feedback. And now the comments are starting to come in. And, uh, you know, it's great because we're just trying to educate once again. You know, yeah. we have a couple of fun videos where we're talking about Eli's pink hair and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're what talking I mean? about marketing. I mean, mm -hmm. we're all about the marketing thing. Yeah. That's part mm -hmm. of the Hollywood vibe that we bring. But, yeah. And, ha and then another question we have for you. So, have you always been in, um, is this where you born here? In I was born on a in Vietnam for like about, I think, a month or two. And then we came here on a boat to the United States. So. Oh my God, no kidding. Yeah. Wow. Straight up the story of Moses, man. Okay. Like the, that the, ship, the ship sank. It was a little fisherman's sardine boat. And then a U.S. naval ship picked us up. And then I, that's how we got to America. No way. Okay, okay. That's wow. That's amazing. That's you, definitely a story for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a story. Do you use that? Like, a, I mean, I know you don't remember it, but you mm -hmm. know, knowing that you literally went through that, like, do you ever put that in your mind uh, and say, you know what, I'm going to like push harder? Um, so I, I, I remember those stories so to make me love my mom more because sometimes okay. our parents, man, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, especially if they're from another, they're not from, a, yeah. they're not Americanized, it's hard. Yeah. And that story reminds me to love my mom and have patience for my mom. 
Because sometimes, like, I just want to spin kick my mom in the face sometimes, you know? Sometimes, just be honest. But that's what, you know what? So, but I think the story I remember the most is uh, 1990 when my dad went from renting to owning, and that's the story I share the most because our rent was 500 bucks a month, but he went and got a mortgage for 1500 bucks a month. So that's three times the amount. You see people now, they're talking about how they don't want to spend more, but he, if he never did that, we wouldn't be in the position we're in. And like my, my dad now, like, they don't have a mortgage. They're not even paying property taxes because they have a, a Lisa going on their house, like a, a reverse life expectancy set aside. So they don't got to deal with inflation because they can use the Social Security money. So yeah. I tell that's like my bread and butter story wow. that drives me and helps me drive other people. Like if you understand how home ownership can preserve, like not just give you a place to live in, but preserve your life, yeah. that's the, that's my passion behind it. That, that's so huge because that's that's so important. People don't know that. Um, mm-hmm. And you even sharing that people now can realize, wow, like if I buy a property, I mean, now I have something that can protect me for my future, create a legacy, mm-hmm. uh, as well as to leave it for your kids. You know, because mm-hmm. that's one thing we have two kids ourselves. So we yeah. have a nineteen-year-old and a sixteen-year-old son, yes. and we want to leave something for them. We own some real estate, mm-hmm. but obviously there's a process, right? We have to go through the mortgage, the real estate, yeah. and, and understand the rates in the market. But we want to leave something. So knowing your background, like wow, like I went through these little scrutinous things to realize that. All right, I was given this opportunity to be here and do everything we can. Yeah. We were born in America, but. Mm. We, we're still a minority. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you feel that way, but we're still a minority, so we have to do everything we can to push a little bit harder because we weren't so lucky to just wake up in the million boxes oh, in our bank. A hundred percent. And you think about, you think about your kids. Without you guys, your kids will never own a home in California. Yeah. Inflation, appreciation, like the stress about provide. Like think about your stress. Your parents had to provide for you. The stress we have to provide for our kids. Right. If we didn't have homes for them, there's no way they're gonna have to move farther away. And of course, as you get older and retired, you want all your kids to be around you. But how can they unless you do something for them now? Exactly. And that's the sacrifice that people don't think about. Yes, and they get to see the process of us yeah. going through what we have to go through when it comes to signing loan docs and all yeah. that stuff. It takes time, 45 days sometimes, sometimes longer, sometimes shorter. But in reality, they get to see all that. They get to see what we're going through and what you have to do. You know, we're sharing the numbers that we're, because we're in the process of buying properties ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. to show them, hey, you know, it's not just one property. You have to keep going. That way you could have Mm -hmm. a return on investment in the future. So they get to see all this. They see us going, you know, working hard every day, waking up at 4 a.m., going to bed at, you know, 10 p.m. And, you know, when we go to the banks and, you know, with these checks, we're telling them how much it is. And, you know, their eyes pop out a little because the number that you have to you know to purchase a home in their eyes as children right but again they get to see all this they're learning in that way in the future they have the knowledge to hey I need to do this too to be able to get ahead and it's right. not that yeah. easy you know what I mean no, you no, have no. to work hard you have to work hard to have a um, be able to pay for a mortgage you absolutely know? Uh, question I have for you guys since you guys do have kids um, is it hard to find a balance being parents and being in the business I feel like that's where I've taken steps back because you know the season you grind, but there's some people, they want to grind, they want to keep it going. Like, is it hard to find that balance to like, did I give my kid enough or was I so busy making money that this is the result of how my kid is going to be because I wasn't there or like, was it there enough? Like, is that a hard balance for you guys? Or are you guys pretty good at like balancing that out? To be really honest, I think that's a really good question. Yeah, so we, we had originally had a challenge with it because I'm, I'm the original father. I was married before uh, with my ex-wife for about 10 years, something around mm-hmm. there. And in between there, obviously, they went through their little challenges and there was a problem with separation, but we have 100% custody of them. So they are with us as parents. And one of the biggest challenges is because he's in real estate and I'm in mortgage, we're always working together. In some aspect, we're either doing something. So Mm -hmm. we're out in the field all the time. So the issue we have is, yes, there are times that we cannot 
spend time with our kids because mm -hmm. as you know real estate agents work weekends yeah mortgage right. lenders work weekdays or yeah. weekends as well and then before you know you don't have time right. we are the ones that end up leaving very late from the office so we go home like around yeah. eight or nine wow. and we barely see them yes. and then we wake up early where we wake up uh, we have this routine we wake up at 4 a.m and do all that but the hardest challenge is uh definitely spending time with them so we recently did and this helped us out a lot is we hired a personal assistant mm -hmm. and our personal assistant calendars every single crucial moment of what's important in our life from meeting with you, from doing podcasts, from meeting with celebrities, from yeah. making sure even our kids are in there, right? Mm -hmm. From this time, nothing changes from spending time with your right. kids. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's something that it's immovable and calendar. it's been helping us out a lot. Yeah. We calendar everything to the T because before we weren't, we're like, oh yeah, let's just, let's just make sure we hang out with our kids tonight and then that extra call comes in yeah. or that application or that or the, uh, LO walks in. I have a question for you and it turns into another, another yeah. hour question. You get the look from them, like my son gives me a look like, oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. it's, especially it's like, a, if, especially if you get an email, yeah. it's a con it's an updated condition list. I'm like, why we're not clear to docs? And I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. I'm like, oh yeah. my god. Okay, do I flinch and right. open it or like? Right, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I get it. Well, I'm gonna look into that because I think you guys just taught me something because I'm cheap. Okay, I lost a lot of my money in 2017. I had to get it all back. So to hire, like my wife says, said the same thing. Get an assistant. You're not getting an assistant because you're bougie. Yeah. You're not getting an assistant yeah, right. because you're better than anyone else. Yes. You're getting an assistant so that you have a better quality of life with your kid. And dude, Absolutely. you guys just like hit it right on the head. You know what though? Yeah. We, we, we've fallen a lot of times, you know, we, yeah. we fell because he's yes. really good at catching problems. Mm -hmm. Like oh, there's going to be an issue here. I'm really good at, I just want to go forward. Mm -hmm. And that's the concept we have. This is what makes mm -hmm. us the, the yin and yang here. Mm -hmm. But I'm the forward guy. You're probably the forward guy. Let's just go. Let's go. Maybe your wife is more like, hey, like, hey, you're missing something, right? Yeah. So that's him. So he's like, dude, hire an assistant. And it took me a while, too. I was very like, I don't know. Like, I don't think I need that. Are they up in my business? Yeah. Should they, I want them to know? Should they go on my bank account? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all, yeah. it becomes very yeah. stressful, especially for people like, I don't know if you're, I don't, I don't necessarily have an ego, but I feel like I just want more control. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know because I just know so much information, right. but I feel like right. nobody does it better than me. And that's sometimes my problem. But did you said you're, I know you don't have an ego, but is it hard like with your your the people you mentor and like the offices that you run? Like, oh, this guy's too good for me as an assistant, and now I'm not approachable and because I, while I lose sight of things, like so not like the ego part, but did yeah. you ever feel like if I do this, now I feel like I'm putting myself above everyone else, and like, am I still gonna be the relatable? Uh, you know? That's a very good question. And actually, I would say like it good. never put us in that uh, mindset mm -hmm. because it literally helped us to be able to help more yeah. people. So in our mindset, we're like, okay, like if we get this personal partner, um, then we're gonna be able to go help more people. And mm -hmm. we're even directing our people to, hey, go to our per personal partner and let her know, hey, set up an appointment today at 12. When before it was like, hey, like, can we meet? It's verbal, can we meet at 12? We're like, yeah, mm -hmm. let's do it, we're here in the office. Now we're here in the office, it's mm -hmm. verbal, but also our personal partner's right there so involved with everything that our business is going better again our family life mm -hmm. is going better you know even to work and it helps your relationship yeah. too it's not just that i mean your wife will be very happy with yeah. that like wow like you actually have time for us like yeah. you actually even put her in the have you on the think baby like you're in there he forgets that yeah. you know we have a personal partner because you know again relationship wise we have a relationship dinner at least once mm. a month and you know sometimes even just calling that restaurant if you're going in LA it takes mm. 20 minutes to get them to answer and having that personal partner you know she's calling for her, she's setting the appointment she's mm. reminding us uh, you know on the Monday before that Friday she's like hey don't forget about your you know your um, dinner this week it's Friday and just mm -hmm. reminding us it helps the relationship because we're like okay we remember and so it can be a very beneficial thing mm -hmm. and it we is. honestly to be honest we were kind of a little 
That's where I'm at right now. That's okay. why I'm asking. So you guys are giving me a good piece of information. I'm sure your audience too. That I'm sure a lot of your audience is at a place where like, when is the right time to get an assistant? And what? How is it gonna? Everyone's probably thinking, if I get one, how much do I need to make more, or how much is it gonna change my business? And you helped answer that question. So yeah. I like the fact that you said that. Hey, it allows us to help more people. Yeah. And I didn't think about it that way. In yeah. my mind, I'm thinking, dude. Yeah. And again, we're. <laughs> You know, I don't know but we didn't want to spend the money extra for a month either. Yeah. And we were like, do we really have to do this? You know what I mean? But again, it just... And, and it really, really isn't really to flaunt, like so you said. Much. Like, you know how you said the, the fact that, oh, people are going to think you're too good for them? The fact is you perform better. Mm -hmm. you, uh, you're able to do much more. Like, you know how you said the fact that, oh, if I get a pre-approval, I kind of want to look at it. If I get an update, yeah. I'm going to CTC. But, and that happened to yeah. me yesterday, <laughs> trust me. I got three, I got two CTCs and the underwriter kept asking for more questions. I'm like, dude, where's CTC? Oh, we made a mistake. I'm like, and this is UWM, just yeah. so, so these big guys still keep making mistakes. But everything's on calendar, so I'm like, all right, I got to make sure this is done, but let's bring in my assistant to take care of this issue. But it depends, because we have LOAs, which obviously mm -hmm. are the loan officer assistants that actually do the loans, and we have our personal assistant that is more personalized. Okay. That's her running our calendar, and people really do respect it, because we're not, as much as you see us dress, and we have this Ferrari, and we have this Tesla, and it's not, it's not who we are. Mm -hmm. It's the way we market that brings attention, which is a huge thing. And even Gary Vee brings it up. Everybody that are huge million-dollar go-getters, like Paris Hilton's one of our friends, everything's about marketing and branding. And the yeah. more we market, the more we brand. You do a great job in branding mark, mark the what's a mortgage. That's the, that's the empire we're creating. Yeah. And it isn't because we want to be uh, better than everybody, but that's what we're good at. And we show it in a certain way, pink hair and everything. Yeah. Like, that's just who we are. But it works, it works magic. And I think... That is really the true core as to how it's helped us with personal okay. assistant because now we yeah. just text her, hey, can you handle this? Can you coordinate this? Can you do that? Because then what if you came up to me and asked me, hey, can I see you at 12 o'clock? And I'm like, it's 12 o'clock and three other people are, all of a sudden came in front of me and they're bringing up issues and you're like, well, it's 12 and I got to yeah. be that one. And now you feel diminished by the importance mm -hmm. of you versus you're on calendar. Yes. Like you are important enough to be on a calendar. Like it's, it's kind of, it's weird, right? Yeah, definitely. Dude, I'm actually learning a lot from you guys right now. You know, I, I know I came here for you guys to ask me questions. But I, <laughs> so I'm learning like about the system, but the way you guys market really defines you. Cause if you say like the Ferraris, the, the, the Teslas, like it's not because you're above everybody else. It's because it's the brand and market you want. Right. For myself, like people ask my, one of my close friends like, man, you can aff aff uh, afford a nicer car. Why don't you drive one? My audience yeah. is, you know, doesn't drive nice cars. Right. So I don't want to roll in there with a golden helicopter <laughs> or with like a super nice car because that's not my audience yeah. because I'm creating a specific image for, for my audience. And my audience is not that. But so I think a lot of the problem with a lot of people on social, they... They show the Lam they show the Lamborghini and they show the the million dollar home, yeah. but their clientele's mm -hmm. average purchase price is four or five hundred thousand. Like right. you're getting social yeah. media confused. Like right. you're talking to TikTok and Instagram, mm -hmm. but you're not t you're confusing them. You know, yeah. and, and you guys aren't confusing people, and they don't people don't realize that when you're marketing, right. you're confusing your audience mm -hmm. by what you wear and dress and how you market. But then this is your clientele. So if your clientele is this. It sucks. That's what you need your image to look like. So exactly. I, no, I, that's yeah. confirmation, man. Good job, yeah. guys. And thank you. And as you can tell, so many different things going on with us, from the Ferraris to mm -hmm. the suits to the hair, mm -hmm. and it's kind of tailored for everybody. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the Ferrari, you know, we do work with a lot of real estate agents and lenders, and they are helping a lot of families um, right. invest their sellers, and they're closing on a lot of deals. So this Ferrari is actually for our business, for mm -hmm. people who work here. That hey, if you want to go celebrate, take the Ferrari. 
you know, we throw the keys to them and we're like, take the Ferrari for a spin. Mm-hmm. We're not those people that are like, this is just for us. We're I'm like, good, good. That's know, amazing. Go enjoy yeah, it. Set goals sure. for people. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. exactly. And just say, hey, you guys could, if you keep working hard, you know, you could take the Ferrari. I have a dinner, do whatever you want. So just some content. You know, but yeah. then, uh, you know, again, we market to everyone. So that's for like realtors and lenders. And then when it comes to the business aspects of things, we're in our suits. You know, we're making yeah. sure we're tailored. We're making sure that our, our audience of buyers, investors, sellers know that we can be serious and we can help them. And you know, a professional manner. And so we just try to reach out to everybody that we can. Yeah. And I right. think that's what's helping us grow as well, you know? It really is. And, and honestly, I, I, I come from that background too where I feel like I didn't care too much about social media. I really feel that it wasn't really me. I never had a MySpace. I mean, you should know. I mean, we all know what that is, right? Yeah. Uh, the younger people might not know, but yeah. so we, I never Hi, had Tom. a MySpace, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I didn't care too much about Facebook. And he came in and was like, dude, you should do social media. You should do that. Uh, YouTube now. Now we have YouTube and, and all that sort of not stuff too. Now pink hair. Was the, was the pink hair before social or after social? After social. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, no. you, you're, you guys are purpose driven, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh my goodness. And when he did it, I did not even know he just showed up. His hair was pink. I was like, all right, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I saw somebody at the gym with pink hair, and I was like, yeah. that might look kind of cool. I'm gonna try it, and I'm not gonna tell nobody. So it just works. I'm I'm, I'm a little spicy like that, but no, everybody knows me that way, and that's how I run my office, and people tend to know that. But right. I come with knowledge too. Like you have your knowledge, mm-hmm. and like. I come with that wisdom as best as I can. But, uh, too. A, another question for you, and uh, going back to the social media. So you said you uh, started um, doing it like full time in like 2017. Is that right? Correct. I saw that Ty Lopez video. Remember my Lamborghini? Oh yeah. So yeah. what I learned from that video is that at that point in social media, paid advertising was dirt cheap, mm-hmm. and no one was doing it. And so I started combing through the internet. I'm like, hey, there's no one doing paid advertising here. It's like advertising on a billboard that no one knew about. That's on the middle, it's on the 405 freeway. Wow. Right? So I'm like, okay, let me get some content out and realize what works and doesn't before I do paid advertising. And I'm a big believer of paid advertisement because it goes to the right clientele. Instead of, you know, I've seen guys who have huge audiences, but they're not funny right now. Mm -hmm. Because maybe that person in Paraguay or that person in the Philippines likes their content, but they're not here to buy a home. But if you do paid advertising, you get exactly what you pay for, but you know, Back then it was a lot cheaper, so wow. we got on it back then. So let me get on it. Let me get there before everyone else gets okay, there. Okay. Like, oh, brand new clubs open. Yeah. Let me get there before yeah, everyone else gets there. Right, right. Let me figure out the land, yeah. where the bottle service is, okay. where everything's at. Okay, right. then when I rock, walk in yeah. three months later, mm-hmm. I know I'm the man there, Love right? It. So let me do it first. Okay. Let me get to it first, yeah. Okay. And it just started growing from there because, like, you know, you haven't stopped. And, you know, it's, it's only been a few years, 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, but look at how much it's brought to your you being attention to people. So like we, like I said, we talk about you all the time. You know, the office and mm. other offices are always talking about you, and it's truly through social media. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, just going every single day, like you know, is that what you would recommend to our audiences? That like, how, you know, what made you keep going? doing these videos because I know in the beginning you probably had a few views especially in 2017 it was probably really hard to get views why are you be calling me out like right that, I know I know it right was, it was bad and, and like yeah. so I, when I, I started middle 2017 and I started putting out videos so I saw that Ty Lopez video I started putting out videos and it's horrible yeah. my enunciation was bad you think I talk fast now I talk really fast I'm like, sold <laughs> and uh, so I put out uh, two posts a day in, in, 2000, in June 2017, I post twice a day, so I can get, I call it um, penguin, uh, penguin talk. When you, you feel like you have something up your ass, you're like, right? So like, you, you're not comfortable. So I, I, I post twice a day, and I did live twice a week for an hour. And literally there's five people following me. My mom, 
my dad, my brother, and my business partner's uh, business partner, and then his parents. His parents wouldn't even open their own account. So I'm like, let me get an extra account. Can you open another account so I can get six people? Yeah. And I put out video after video, and my audience, like, he said, and I'm thinking, no one's, no mortgage or real estate person's really pushing content out there right. yet, right? There was some, but not a lot. So it should be easy to go viral, and it wasn't. Right. It broke my heart. So I put out video after video from June 2017. In March, or February, March, that's when I put out my VOE video. Back then when VOEs were still manual. Yeah. Remember when they were still calling and verifying? They want the, v, the overtime broken, yeah, down. broken down. And so I did that video and I did this dance. Give me a V, V, I got your V, I got your V. Give me an O. So I did this dance. What's that spell? VOE. I went from a couple hundred views and that video hit 2,000. So it didn't go viral, but it hit 2,000. Like, okay. Yeah, so then there's something here. So when I was losing everything in March 2018, I sold my house. My wife took half. She moved uh, to this area. I moved home. You know, we weren't, we separated, but not in the sense we're like, we're not with each other anymore. Like, hey, we need, you need to figure out what the heck is going on yeah. because right now being a father and a husband right. might not be where you need to be. My, your mindset might not be there. So I started running $50 a day, hundred bucks a day. And that video started growing. And so March, 2018, up until May, I ran ads and I post twice a day. That video got 2 million views. Wow. What paid advertising, but to the right people now. Right people. Oh, wow. In May, I funded my first couple of loans. And by 2018, 2018. So when I lost everything, uh, I had to do scratch and dent some loans because I was a bank. Mm -hmm. I still owed 600 grand. So from March 2018 till November, I reversed 600 grand. Wow. Bro, I was tired as F because I, I was taking the apps, being on Messenger. We were doing credit repair and count half 100% financing. Oh, wow. So you had to come through a lot to get a little, but get a the little. calls were like exploding. Yeah. So once I reversed it all, I took a deal with US Bank and I like, time to relax. I made less, but it was that time where like, you need to just pump the brakes. Wow. But at that point, I was killing it. And you know, think about it, I started controlling all the real estate. Mm -hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm onto something. It's like, yeah. you, 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 it's crack. Yeah. <laughs> and it's better than Zillow's crack. Yeah, 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 exactly. And then Way I'm better. like, so realtors, instead of buying into Zillow, yeah. buy into me. Yeah. So I started get, leveraging my realtors to pay for my ads. And Love this. Oh my God, yes. That yeah. is some powerful Sponsor. stuff. Yeah. Are, are you still doing all those um, paid advertisements? Um, I ride or die by paid advertisement. Okay. But I don't have to spend yeah. as much anymore because I'm in the algorithm enough where 75% of our reels go out to new people. So every time, I, that's why I post so much, you know, um, I post three times a day because it's like instead of paying more money for advertising, mm -hmm. I'd rather put out a new video that 75% goes to people I don't know and that's how our engagement starts growing and that's how we grow our following. I love that. So, so I'm going to ask you a question. So I, I'm sure a lot of people that are watching, especially in the mortgage or real estate business, would love to know. So you're saying you post and obviously we see your stories. Uh, today you posted it. I don't even know how many stories. Like a yeah. hundred. No, th I do that on Tuesday. So what I do is I, I, I so Tuesday is my Q&A day. Okay. I balance it out so that I stay in stories throughout 24 hours. That makes sense. So, so what would you what would you recommend um, people that are in this real estate business, real estate and mortgage? How many times should they post uh, daily? Uh, and to, let's just say they're starting up. You know, mm -hmm. people that are trying to get into it, maybe new people, especially because a lot of people don't realize that in order to get where you're at or where we're at, it takes time. It's not just you wake up and you get a thousand views and a hundred views. It's sometimes it's two people, four yeah. people, five people, two likes if you're lucky, and it grows from it. So if people are brand new and they want to capture the market, what would you recommend as far as posts daily and stories daily? Uh, so if you're going to post, I would post every day as much as you can until you find your voice. Like you found your hair, boom, your money. <laughs> like when I see your hair, I'm like, I know who it is. <laughs> you know, like it's the mortgage guys are here, you know? <laughs> 
So once you find your voice and then you just see where your voice sits, okay? You know, in a, in a, in a musical group, there's different parts of the band, you know, the different, you know, especially like if it's a symphony. So once you find your voice where you fit in social, that's how much you post. Like I know I have to post three times a day. The Mortgage Kitchen, who works with me, he only needs, he posts 10 times a month. In about two years, he, he gained over 220,000 followers. Okay, so, but he found his voice, you know, but to me, I generate more leads because I post so much, but I don't get as much user engagement. So everyone's a little bit different, you know, but once you find your voice, you just play out your voice. I have a person, I don't mentor too much. I only mentor this one girl, her name is Laura Locke. She, um, she kills it on skits. So once her skit starts working well, we turn it into an ad. So once you find your voice, and then you, do, you see what performs well, you A and B test it on ads, and that's what you push out. Mm-hmm. And now you'll grow an audience that you want to, to use your service. Mm-hmm. So I put out as much content as you can until you find your voice. Once you do, you don't have to put out as much. Live, on Instagram, your live goes to your audience. So mm-hmm. you use stories and live on Instagram to incubate your audience and to nurture them. You know, And if you're gonna grow on TikTok, lives and stories go out to people you don't know. So if you think you are this amazing, you have this amazing voice or you're this killer presentation, like I don't know how to crack the algorithm, but I know how to deliver a message, test your game out, go on TikTok Live. TikTok Live, my buddy goes on TikTok Live, he averages 100 followers a day because he, he doesn't, he's not really good at systems, so he doesn't know how to make crazy reels, but he's really good live. He's, he used to be a teacher, so he teaches mortgages live and his audience grows because TikTok, TikTok pushes out to a new audience. So now his views are getting, his videos are getting more views. Oh, I, I recognize so and so, you know. Um, and I'll start following, and they'll follow you. But he grows his audience through going live. So you're gonna go tick. So if you think you are the shit at, at talking, then go live on TikTok, and that will test your. That's amazing. I actually just learned that. Like uh, yeah. we we go you're on TikTok live, but but. But we don't do it as in that method. We're more like, let's just see what happens. Yeah. But if we have a... But if you test it enough, you'll know what happens. Yeah, that's that's so true. Oh my God, I love that concept. And what about like um, engaging with the audience? I think this is something we recently learned. So basically what you want to do is, even if the audience is, they're all tuning in and maybe there's no comments, you're seeing the audience tune in, their names. We should be talking directly to the audience who is tuning in. Is that something that you do? I do that. Um, I'll say their screen name out loud and I'll answer the question. Yeah. You know, uh, we're not really good at answering in the in like the reels. Like we are decent at it, but I've seen people are really good at it. Uh, I have a she mentors me. Her name is Lauren Taylor. She's at EXP. She's at 475 people in her downline. She just opened it up to mentor other people and people like, hey, this you have way more followers and engagement. Why did you follow her? Or why do you have her mentor you? She taught me on how to read analytics for the minimum amount of uh, the minimum amount of uh, viewers she has, she engages them so much that her audience is growing at a mass level. Because you'll watch her views like, it doesn't add up. But you can think, oh, she paid bots or not? No, there's a way to find out. So I check her shit, I'm like, the reason why is because, but then I see she engages with her audience more than anyone I know. And she's the only one I know that I've seen that can grow on TikTok and then grow on Instagram. Some people can only grow on one or the other. Mm-hmm. She can grow on both, and the reason why she's doing it is because her engagement is like out of control with her mm-hmm. audience. Mm-hmm. I, I see that, and I've, I've noticed some people that have a lot of followers or have, uh, let's just say you have 500 viewers mm-hmm. and everybody's giving you comments. Sometimes you miss them. 
What do um What do you feel about the people that you miss? Like, there's a lot of people that may, may leave a comment. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like they're gonna stop following you because you don't comment back, or do you ever do you ever feel like that could possibly happen? If you give valuable content, then no. If you come off like I said, what'd you say? Your breath. You have a commission breath. If you got commission breath, they they'll know oh, this person's just on there for commission. But if you don't ask for the business as much and you don't have commission breath, people yeah. understand. Just like your kids, right? Let's say they hit you up and they know you're looking at something. Uh, at a like a CD or at a, a updated approval, right. they know you're not on here looking at the next car and changing the color. You know how before you buy a car, you like change it ten different colors. <laughs> yeah. You do the chrome rims, you do the black rims. But if your kids saw you do that, like dude, my my dad don't care. No, but they're like, okay, he's doing something to better me. All right, let me let me back off, right? Let me I'll ask him later. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think your audience is the same thing. Like they know you're putting out valuable content. Mm-hmm. You're not out there, you know. You know, coming down on a helicopter every day and drinking champagne and like, ah, pouring it over people. Okay, all right, no, this guy, this guy's a jerk. Exactly, right, right. Yeah, because we do sometimes, we miss a couple of comments and we're yeah. like, oh my God, and we it's hope okay. they don't. Don't be so hard. Right. Yeah, exactly. Dude, do you know what you guys are doing right now? You guys are building a huge empire. Don't be so hard on yourself. Okay. Bro, you know how many times you got to keep dying that? Don't be so hard on yourself. Bro, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, how do you like keep it up? Like, you have yeah, to die don't like every so week. Don't be so hard on yourself. So you miss much. a couple comments, yeah. and if they're going to get butthole for that, you don't want right. those followers anyway. You're right. You're you right. know in your heart, if you're like, okay, you're missing comments, but you're out, you know, changing yeah. the your, you t- change your game plan, doing a bunch of things you shouldn't be doing, then yes. yes. You know what? Then you get you, you hit this 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 you hit this wall like, man, maybe I should have engaged them more. No, but you guys are putting out valuable content. You guys are letting your your employees and your staff mm-hmm. share your car. Yes. Are you yes. kidding me? Come on, dude. You get, that's not like wearing your heart on your sleeve. I don't know what is. There's like <laughs> some of them that haven't even drove because they're scared. To drive. They're like, I can't drive with a liability. I'm don't like, worry about it. we have insurance. We're good to go. We're okay. You know, definitely. That's huge, man. So can, I'm going to ask you a very vulnerable question. You yeah. can refuse if you don't want to. So you did say you had a moment in your time back in 2017 during a moment you and your wife had a, a, a you, you kind of separated, but not really. Yeah. Um, how's your relationship now? And the reason I'm asking you this question is because me and myself, myself and Mike are very vulnerable to people. We'll tell people honesty and we'll be, uh, we'll, we don't mind being uh, in the middle of humility and all that. And mm-hmm. I feel like that gets us a long way. So we've had also have had, had our own challenges, but we get together again and we leave and get, you know, we know the process, right? What is, um, how have you guys coped and worked together, getting back together? Has that became, has your pack become stronger? Has, do you feel like there's still challenges? Because they're in, again, the reason I'm asking is not just because of our background, but you are in a face, you're an image. Mm. You're not just, oh, I do mortgages and nobody knows who I am. You're an image and you're a presenter and you know how to educate people. So it's not just you and your wife and your, and your children, mm. it's you and your wife and a whole bunch of people expecting things, materials from you. Yeah. Um, and then you have a team, you have an office, there's a lot going on with you, right? Mm-hmm. So how is that relationship coping with everything around you? It's a lot better now. You know, like I feel like we didn't separate like emotionally, we separated because I lost the business. Mm. You know, I was like, you know, I was, I was funding 68 million on an average making 75 bips. Wow. So, deep. Deep, right? Pretty deep. Dude, I, we would go out in LA, we would ride like in a, Uber, Uber X or, or Uber, Uber Black. Dude, yeah. I would have doves in the car. We would go out. We would release doves, bro. <laughs> hey, never done that. And then we would go somewhere. We would have watermelon juice everywhere. Like we call them. Like, hey, bring your uh, blender. I only want fresh watermelon juice. There better not be no effing seeds, all right? <laughs> and that lifestyle, she, we lived it. But she, we weren't in a marriage. It was like I was an ATM machine. Mm. So when things came back together, I literally had to be transparent with my finances. It wasn't like I was spending money. I was spending money. She didn't. Uh, we, I wasn't watching what I was spending, but I wasn't making smart choices. Right. So our marriage is stronger now. 
And also, I'm a really friendly guy. But because of that, sometimes, like, I get DMs. So, like, she knows now, like, everything is open to her to see. Right, yeah. You know, and it keeps me, hey, I can be friendly, but I can't be too friendly. Right. Because, you know, yeah. oh, let me help this person. Of course, every time someone needs help, it's going to be a pretty girl. I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's, either, it's both ways. But sometimes you're, like, super friendly. And then they'll message you, like, they think it's okay to message you at 10 o'clock at night asking you about uh, a scenario, right. even though you're not doing anything wrong. Exactly. But because of what happens, like, I respect her so much that like I wouldn't put her in a situation where she looks bad. Look at your man. He's all over the internet. No, Look at that no, shit. Who the know. fuck is that? He hold, like, who's he talking to? You know, so like, I'm not going to put in that position. So our marriage is stronger now. Uh, I have a different passion desire. Before I wanted to retire a certain age and be like YOLO. Now it's like I want to do better for my wife and son. And that's the difference now. That's a huge how, how's your, how's your, you only have one son? Yes, I have one son. How old is he? He is eight. Eight years old. Yeah. Oh, so you're still starting. Yeah. I love my son, but I would not wish kids on anybody who was in mortgage <laughs> and real estate. It is hard. It is hard, right? That's that so tug hard. of war. It is so hard. For us, you probably is the one that was yeah. a receptionist. So it's just, it's a process. It we love you but still. It's true. Yeah. It's so hard. Like, so the other day, we had to put um, our son on calendar to have like a meeting with him about, you know, things, you know, school and work, yeah. what he's going to be doing. He turned 16 and a half, or like, yeah. it's time to work. You know what I mean? And it's like, we had to put him on calendar, and I'm like checking with Ida, like, Hey, you know you have an appointment at 6 p.m. tonight, and he's like, "Yeah, it's with Ethan, our son." And I'm like, "Oh, okay. Like, let's make sure we make that." But it's like, "Oh my God, it's hard, you guys." You know, but you have an appointment with me. He feels important. Yeah. Because when you start off with your kids and you're so busy, they they do make that face like, "Oh, again, you're gonna cancel on me." But when they're on calendar. Dad, you're coming? Are you coming? They're like, yeah, you're on the calendar. Yeah. They feel so important. Now they're waiting for you. That mm. oh, you're here. So believe it or not, it actually has made such a huge change. I mm. would highly recommend to anybody to get a personal assistant. I think I, I think once uh, for lenders or realtors, I personally think if you're in this business, once you're past five transactions monthly, you, you got literally have yeah. no choice. And, and kids, kids get expensive too. Yeah, kids are so expensive. <laughs> the other day, I know there's a lot of rain in California right now. I had I hit a pothole. It cost two thousand five hundred dollars to fix my my, my, my tire, tire, right? Yeah. And then <laughs> well, two days the rim was broken. Two too, days so later, like, Eli takes out, out you know our son driving. He's, it's time for him to drive, and he goes over a curb. Both tires got hit. I was like, I, well, I told him to stop. He was like, stop. He's like, okay. <laughs> like you didn't stop. So, so like it could get expensive <laughs> having yeah. kids too, you know. So that's why I said like especially if you're yeah. in the beginning in mortgage or real estate. Mm -hmm. It's an expense, like it's yeah. not a bill, but it's an expensive cost in life. So if you want to grow, it's like, okay, do I pay for private school or do I pay money for running ads? Do I pay for private school? It's like, you know, of course, if your career is taking off, it doesn't really matter, but if you're building, it's hard, you know? So I agree. And so, so how important is it for branding? Because we, we brand Eli and Mike. So you now you brought up, brought up the fact that, oh, your, your wife has the ability to access and stuff. We use branding in everything from our business to mm -hmm. personal. We just literally merge into one. Mm -hmm. uh, so Eli Mike is our Instagram. It's our Instagram. We have uh, official Eli Mike on TikTok. Everything on Facebook, everything is branded as one. Like we don't even have our own personal stuff. Mm -hmm. It's one account. Um, and again, it's, it's easy because we can share each other's information. But at the same time, we believe that branding is everything. How do you believe branding works for you? Like, do you think it's something very important for people to do? Yeah, it's important. I think branding is really important because through your branding, especially we're in the service business, your branding lets people know your personality and who you are. Just like you have a specific image and personality that you want to portray, you push it through your branding. I have one. Like, if you look at my, I look like I'm at, at Snoopy. Yeah, yeah, knots, right? But that's the brand. That's what I want to put out there. And through that, they see who you are, and that's who they're comfortable with if that's the audience you're chasing. So I think branding is really important because how they're going to recognize you.
I, you know? I agree with that. And, and oh, go ahead. Yeah, so, and I say like certain words I say all the time. I use the word fam a lot. So when they talk to me, they feel like, hey, fam. When they start saying, hey, fam, through the DMs, I know that's my buyer. Oh, like, that. if they don't say, hey, fam, I'm like, okay, still, I gotta, they're, they're still testing me. Yeah. Right? But like, hey, fam, I got a question about that. Okay, cool. I'm running credit for sure. <laughs> if they say, hey, fam, or like, you know, they say, hey, fam, all right, we're running credit. <laughs> Forget the soft mortgage credit for, let's do it right now. <laughs> How, how are you with building real estate? Are you investing in real estate right now at the moment? No, right now, besides my parents' house, I'm really investing in day trading. So okay. I tried to buy a piece of property on Joshua Tree, mm -hmm. and it was like, think about real estate. Yeah. You have the money ready. You have the crew. Yes. Then you get outbidded. Mm -hmm. And you keep getting outbidded yeah. over yeah. and over and over again. Unless you've done it and you have your solid crew, mm -hmm. it's hard now. Right. All right? So for me, I'd rather, okay, I'd rather put more money towards ads my money goes towards ads yeah. and day trading. So day trading is where I'm growing my, my money right now. Like, okay, I know what to buy. I knew when Apple dropped, so yeah. I can move money around a lot more now. Um, with real estate, it is money, it is long-term. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it's not for me. And I tried it, because like, I tried a couple of homes and it was hard. You know, see, you do real estate full-time. My wife doesn't do real estate, I don't. And I'm, you know, I'm digging through, okay, there is something. By the time I get there, you got four other guys out there in front waiting to outbid me, you know, exactly. unless you, but then you know if the juice is worth the squeeze. Mm -hmm. To me, okay, I might know the value, but I might not know the cost of the flip or the cost of the hard money. I know the cost of the hard money, but okay, how long does it take? Right. You know, I see so many people, I li I, 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 I'm a lender for a buddy of mine. Um, he's a hard money lender. Mm -hmm. He has so many deals where mm -hmm. the person who flipped, it went bad or like the time yeah. is up. Exactly. So he relisted, I'm the preferred lender. So I'm like qualifying, like, I'm like, dude, what's going on? Like, yeah. because they over leveraged or they didn't, yeah. they didn't budget enough. That's and now they're in the law. Not for everybody. Yeah, correct. Said, you know? yeah. So if you're, a, if you're a master at it, yes. But if you're not, it, it's hard to practice being a real estate investor. You can, you can day trade, paper trade for a while until you become good at it. Yeah. You can't do that. Like one bad move. And it depends how much you tied up. It can it can go sideways quick. It can, it can, and you are con competing, and uh, it always changes. You know, the other day I was showing properties. There was three people we were competing against, but then the same day we showed a property in a different county. Twenty-four people we were competing against. Yeah. So it's like it's a lot when you're not really uh, fully an investor, a real estate investor. You know, when you're going in at your first time, and then you're like your agent is telling you, hey, you know, you're going to compete against twenty-four other people. That is a little bit tough, yeah. and then you do it two or three times, and you're still competing. If you're not, you know, seasoned for this, it can be very tough. So it's not yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Definitely. I think you, you hear all the amazing stories on social, but you don't hear all the bad stories. Yeah. Think about it, like you don't know anything about like people talk about Tennessee being an amazing deal. My buddy bought in Tennessee. He's stuck. Yeah. Right now, right? Yeah, exactly. He's stuck. He bought. He had a tenant. Of course, during COVID, they couldn't. They weren't paying rent, and so now yeah. he didn't budget to eat the, the losses on it. And now, of course, he wants to sell it. It's like they're slowly getting through the process, but for that year, almost 18 months, he sat in hell. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I see that, and, and that's a risk in real estate for mm -hmm. sure. I actually would love to know more about day trading. I, I have a lot of people that actually do that. Um, how did you get into that? What, what's the, actually I have a better question. How do you recommend somebody to get into it? Let's just say somebody has $1,000. You know, a lot of our viewers are not gonna be heavily financially, you're like, hey, I have a million dollars, let's invest. But let's just say somebody wants to start off in day trading. $1,000 is what I have. What would be the number one thing they should be doing with it? Paper, uh, just get some books, sign up for a course, someone that knows what they're doing, and learn. Like right now, like today, I pulled out 400, almost 500 bucks a day. It cost me 300 bucks. So I keep about a thousand bucks in the account, and every day I pull out a couple hundred bucks in the trade. And then in the week, I cash out. 
during when, when rates, I thought rates were gonna hit 10%. I'm like, dude, I gotta go YOLO. So I was making a thousand bucks a day, but I was leveraging a lot, but I knew what I was doing. But to make that thousand bucks, I only had like nine grand in the account. So, you know, this thing about a thousand bucks a day, I did that for three months straight with like nine grand in the account. So it's like, that's why I like it more because you're not leveraging a lot. Because if you tie into a house, mm-hmm. you pray to God that thing goes and like oh, yeah. before you move on, but you're tying a lot. So, I think just use the money, buy courses first, and then paper trade until you get into the hat. I like that. I, I like how you brought up the course. So we're in the middle of um, creating a, a educational course. So we're looking mm-hmm. into creating two different facts. And I mean, maybe you have that. I don't know if you've created. Have you created? I've created a course. Yes. I sold a good amount of them in the beginning, but I stopped because I did one on social media. But in my course, I was I gave too much finite detail mm-hmm. on how to use the, the app. And the problem was like if you have a lot of people who are a little bit older who don't know how to use it, but you feel all because they bought your course, right? You guys are you guys are you guys are nice people. Right. So like if they they don't know how to use it, right. going hey Eli Mike, um, hey how do I remove the watermark? And like you gotta stop now you have to have another assistant, right. or like a troubleshooting department, you right. know. So if right. you're gonna do a course, you gotta be broad enough and not get too into the 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 depths of it. But then like oh, if I don't give enough depth and like I'm just like everyone else, I don't want to just take money from somebody without right. providing value. So. To find that balance is important. To me, I was doing that for a while. I was, you know, I'm like, okay, cool. If I'm going to do this course, I'm going to speak every week at another office so I can build a database, right? I have my QR code Mm -hmm. and I have like a, dude, I already had the marketing all done. If they click the QR code to download my slides, then I get a drip campaign for me. It's just the, my fulfillment part wasn't where I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And also it was taking me away from what I want to do. So now I just day trade. And I make content and I just, you know, run my team because everything else was too much. But for you guys, since you have the assistance and the leverage, it might be good for you guys. But just make sure you design it in a way where the troubleshooting or they're going to ask questions about it. And are you ready or do you have a team to like add all that, you know? And the balance of updating it, you know, always has to be updated as well. Like TikTok just changed Mm -hmm. recently. Um, You know, it is short form content, but you do have to talk in some videos Mm -hmm. designing a way to update that. Now you're updating, but people already paid. So it's like, you're not even making money on the people that already paid. Now you gotta get, you know? Yes, always changing. So, so I have a, a one, one final question for, for everybody. I'm sure people would love to know this. So this is you today. What's a mortgage has been doing loans for 20 years or so. And then obviously give or take time off here yeah. and there. We, we've all experienced that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 2023. Mm-hmm. Let's just say today, men and his wife and his family have this thing going on five years from now. What do you believe your future looks like? What do you expect out of yourself that you have created for yourself five years from now? Five years from now, I'm hopefully I won't be doing loans anymore. <laughs> okay. Hopefully, uh, I still do content, but you know, like right now, I'm still taking VIP calls. I think five years from now, my goal is not to do that, just to do content and day trade. I think I want my life to be simple. I think you know we've made enough, and we're consistently making money where I don't need a lot, and I don't think we care about having a lot. I think I didn't get so. My son's eight. For the first four to five years, I was a horrible dad. I wasn't there. I was out, you know, I don't get, you know if your audience knows, like I was yakety yacked out most of the time. <laughs> okay. Just being real with you guys. Yeah, okay. Okay. I was yacked Man, out, trying right. to run yeah, a mortgage out. company right. where you, I was spending 60 to 70 million. I had like all these employees. Yeah. Oh, can I get this from you, man? Your rate, dude, the worst is like, I don't control rates. Yeah. Your rates are too high today. Oh, this so-and-so has better. Oh, so-and-so, can yeah. you get paid early? Yeah. Everyone's sucking the life out of yeah, me. Because right. of that, I had no time for my son. Mm. I think one time, I think unless my wife watches, it's like I was yacked out. I dropped my son when he was like young. Oh my god! Down the stairs, not like, <laughs> like I like trip. Like, oh shit! You know, because I came home yes. the next morning, my face was like, you know, I was coming down. I'm like, dude, all right, this shit. So like, I want to be the father I never was. I see. Amazing. 
and because of that, like five years from now, I'm I'm chill. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I have low overhead. I don't have any bills. You know, and I just want to. So five years, I just want to take do less. Love that, and that's amazing. And thank you for sharing that with us. Because even us as dads, we've had those moments where we're uh, we always tell the story where we're collecting coins in the couches to freaking make ends meet so we can have dinner with our kids and. You know, if we were just working a little bit harder at that time, we may have not had to do that. But we were just going through our little moment that we were going through our downfall. And again, we were collecting coins and now we're sitting here in suits and we're better. And, you know, we're doing everything we can also to be the best parents we can for our son and daughter as well. So it's so nice to hear, you know, your story. Yeah, I think those failures, even your failures in the past, we have grown a lot from it. Like I've realized what not to do again. I think right. being in our 40s, I feel yeah. like, okay, I think I fell enough times. I'll fall a couple more times. I'm sure it's going to happen. Oh, yeah. Something's <laughs> going to hit me in the face. I don't know what it is, but but at least I know how to it handle it. <laughs> it's going to be him, actually. Yeah. Right. Everybody knows how he is. He's crazy. Oh but um, but we want to appreciate you being here with us. Yeah, Honestly, you're you. an inspiration for us. Um, I know we ran into in, in Las Vegas yeah, at right. Forward Event, Forward event uh, yes. with Neil. And when we talked to you, when I talked to you that day, I'm like, I was telling Mike, mm-hmm. I want his number. Yeah. I'm going to go up to him. I'm very bold. I'm like that guy. Like, I need to get his number. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to go. A lot of our podcasts are set up by me. I'm like, I'm just hitting everybody. I'm like, come on. You know you want to be in it. Um, but I feel like uh, our viewers want to see this stuff on the other yes. side of people. And I really want to appreciate you for being here, driving from the OC. Yes. Uh, actually, yes. I grew up a lot in the OC. I grew up in Anaheim. Oh, so no, no. I think that's more of the ghetto. Is, is Anaheim more? Oh, it's ghetto, but it's expensive to live there. Living next to Mickey is like a milli now. Oh, okay. Living next to Mickey is a milli for sure. And I love Mickey too, by the way. But but guys, if you guys want to follow What's a Mortgage, you guys already know how to follow him or you guys know how to follow him on Instagram. Uh, look at his tag name. It'll be on here. And YouTube is released on Sunday at 5 p.m. And a couple of reels will roll out throughout the week. So we want to appreciate you guys. Any Thank you for having words? me. Cool? I think my final word for everybody is that follow what these guys are doing. I'm telling you guys, these guys are like, I'm very impressed at your marketing skills, your balance, and taking risks by getting us. Even I don't got the balls to do that. You know what I mean? I'm like, do I really want to spend that money? You guys are encouraging and challenging me. And don't think like, oh, because I'm where I'm at that I can't be challenged. And you guys just challenge me in a good, healthy way to, to evolve. I'm very like set up my ways. Like you guys are telling me to evolve and like I am going to evolve to I, so I can help more people like you. Wow. Thank That's you amazing, so much. man. That's impactful. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here for us. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot, man. Love Bye, it. guys.